I've been following a new book and it's about freedom and what happens when it's lost and a quote that really struck me was we don't know what freedom means until it's about to be lost. We'll talk more about that later in this podcast but this week we're talking about Prop 114 and all of the problems related to it. It's topping the news, and that's what we're going to talk about this week on Survival Beyond the Bug Out Bag. Well, hi everybody, I'm your host, Bill Bateman. Part of the team here at Refuse to Be a Victim Personal Protection Training, and we are located in the Medford, White City area of Southern Oregon. You're always welcome to stop by the range. We look forward to talking with you, maybe giving you a class. Well, Prop 114 has turned out to be uh, just everything we thought it was going to be and more. I put out a 911 call and both Phil and CJ came forward and helped me uh, putting some information together. So a shout out both to Phil Grammatica and to CJ Wolf. He's a new member of the team here at Refuse to Be a Victim. In addition to being an instructor, He helps coordinate the RSOs, or range safety officers here, and that's often compared to trying to herd cats. So Phil and CJ, thank you both. And let's find out what exactly was said about 114, because there's been a lot of misinformation voiced by some of the shooters at the range, and this is from, this is a report filed by CJ. In an effort to educate, here's what we can clearly say. 114 does not restrict the capacity of a magazine you can use on a public range. It only restricts how you transport that magazine between your home and the range. 114 does not restrict the purchase of ammunition. Ammunition restrictions are not a part of this bill. A current concealed carry permit will not meet the requirements to obtain a permit to purchase a firearm. Everybody, even off-duty and retired law enforcement, will have to complete the new process to purchase any firearm for personal use. And now, the bombshell. As of yesterday, the Oregon State Police had 42,000 pending background checks awaiting approval for firearms purchase or transfer. On Friday, the state police stated the following, and I quote, any checks that are not completed by midnight Wednesday will be put on hold and await the purchaser's proof of a new permit to buy a gun. Once that is obtained, the firearms background checks will resume, end quote. Now, since there's no permit in place, that means as of midnight, Wednesday, December 7th, all legal firearm sales and transfers in the state of Oregon will cease for an undetermined time. Yes, I said it and you heard it. All legal firearms sales and transfers in the state of Oregon will cease for an undetermined time, midnight, December 7th. Now, there are currently four lawsuits filed in opposition, one by OFF, the Oregon's Firearms Federation. I put some information on our website from them, their most recent press release. 
the Second Amendment Foundation and Firearms Policy Coalition, the National Shooting Sports Foundation and the National Rifle Association, and finally, Sportsman's Warehouse has filed a lawsuit. Now, the first two were heard in court on Friday, and the judge said she will have a ruling by Monday or Tuesday of this week. Keep your fingers crossed, and as I hear about it, I will jump on here and update with a second podcast uh, as new and more accurate information uh, becomes available. By the way, the heads of the Oregon Sheriff's Association and the Oregon Police Chiefs Association have submitted separate judgments to the judge in support of those lawsuits. Request for a restraining order. It cites Measure 114 does not provide law enforcement agencies with clear directions and does not provide any funding or additional staffing to implement the requirements to that measure. Uh, some links have been provided and those are going to be on the front page when you log into the podcast here. There's uh, five of them. I invite you to take a look at those. And again, thank you CJ, thank you Phil for putting this information together. also want to take this opportunity, since you have just heard there are 42,000 plus pending background checks, please, please, please Stop calling up and yelling at the Sheriff's Department. Good Lord, it's not their fault. This Sheriff's, and I, we did this last week, support your local Sheriff. You didn't hear it, go listen to it again. I stand behind it now as I stood behind it then. This Sheriff's Office, both the Sheriff personally and the sworn officers and non-sworn staff and support team have gone out of their way, starting at covid all the way up to right now to get things through for you as quickly as possible. You have an ally in this sheriff and this sheriff's department. If you're calling them out, cussing them out, you're a nitwit. You're not learning what's going on. The state police are so backed up they had to suspend, as we hear, background checks. So please, don't punch at your neighbors who are helping you. The sheriff and his peeps are on our side. They're good people and I'd like to see that stuff kind of grind to a screeching halt. Now the OFF post which is on our main website uh, talks about how the courtroom public gallery erupted in laughter when one of the persons involved said oh yeah everything will be ready to go on December the 8th. Even the judge apparently couldn't keep a straight face. So there are a lot of shenanigans going on here. Now aside, it does not impact our ability to give classes. We talked about that. What it doesn't really seems to cause a problem, this book I've been reading, we don't know what freedom means until it's about to be lost. They describe how your liberties gradually trickle away. Uh, the book is by Maria Risi. It's called How to Stand Up to a Dictator, and I've included the link on the front page as well. She talks about death by paper cut. She saw how this happened in the Philippines. Uh, their constitution is very much formatted on ours, the American Constitution. And they talk about death by paper cut, a thousand cuts you slowly bleed out because you go, oh, ow, all right, and you keep moving forward. You allow it to happen. It's suggested we hold the line. 
Be ready for the consequences and don't try and meet those consequences with violence, but do not voluntarily give up your rights. And look at things that seemed like a good idea five years ago. Because of time and circumstances, things may have changed. And it's really a good idea for us to keep looking at what we're hearing, learning, observing, and acting on. 60% of the world is under authoritarian rule. A lot of it's due to Facebook and Internet. That's because no facts mean no truth. No truth means no trust. And without trust, there's no shared reality process for democracy to exist in. This is something that uh, is a flashpoint. A lot of people may get upset about these statements, but as I look at what's happening, as gun sales are being stopped in Oregon on the 7th, we talked about that, we need to begin not only being upset about this and filing lawsuits, but looking at a forward process where gun owners like you and I, people who respect the law, people who have our permits, people who take classes, are safe shooters, uh, just the same as we don't drive drunk, people like us are not being portrayed as the bad guys. This is something that has been happening for years. I've talked about it before. I'll talk about it again. Let's take a look at an ongoing coalition of us telling good stories about the benefits of having a firearm and firearms training and competition and training our young people, training our kids. I trained my son uh, many years ago when he was very small. He grew up in a house with firearms. He's an excellent shot today. Uh, he's a concealed carry holder. He's a responsible gun owner. And that's the kind of image we need to get out there. Men and women, and more and more women, are getting involved in concealed carry, in training, in being a part of the process. And I think that's excellent. I think that's a great idea. So as we move forward from this 114, if you can make a phone call, if you can make a letter, I can't see why you don't have an extra 10 minutes. Reach out to any legislator you can think of. As I recall seeing, there were some pictures of Mr. Merkley at a rally. Uh, in favor of this bill with uh, the church people who were behind it. I'm sorry, I can't stop thinking about the church lady. Uh, I'm going to stop right there. If you don't think that that's a real good idea, then you should reach out and let your legislators know. I have not sent, I used to be very active supporting our legislators uh, with a contribution here, a contribution there. As I mentioned before, I have lost a lot of faith and what's going on and I've stopped sending them money. You cannot believe the emails I'm getting but I'm not, I get a thousand emails a month in favor of giving to a candidate. Not doing it. And I wrote and I told them why. Haven't heard back. But branding me a terrorist, branding me a criminal, uh, no. That is unacceptable. I have drawn that line. I have decided I know what it means to lose freedoms. I'm holding the line. I'm saying no more. The lifeblood of politics is money. Cut it off.
Okay, final note, getting a little festive here, in spite of everything else, we do still have the gift certificates. Everybody kind of goes, yeah, but sure. Once the dam breaks, you're going to be hard-pressed to get a concealed carry class, boys or girls. I would strongly recommend taking that extra uh, few minutes, getting a class in your pocket, four down the road, and that way you're going to have a much better chance of getting in. So, I'll keep you up to date with what I know about uh, the 114 problem, the 114 process. I will keep you up to date on the website, and if we get enough solid information, I will put out another podcast. I'm going to make these short. This one will be just coming in around 15 minutes. I'd like to invite you to share and download this with anybody you think that might want to hear it. I'd like you to... If you have comments or suggestions, my email is on the login page. like to hear from you. I'd like to hear your points of view. And I've got some ideas for the next couple of weeks as far as getting out information uh, that, in fact, shooters are good people. Shooters are law-abiding. We are a good family to be a part of. And maybe how to build that family in a positive way. That's all I have for this week. I hope you will be safe. I hope to see you at the range or back here next week. Thank you. <music>